It's Thursday, and you know what that means. More awesome chats, more part run fun, more nonsense from us. Series 7 is rolling on, baby! And of course, that means another chance to promote some of the amazing companies that are trying to make a difference in our running community. Remember, it's not paid advertising, guys. Just trying to help good people doing good things and turning you lot on some top swag in the process. Now, with that in mind, I want to take a minute to talk about Revolution Clothing, who are partnering today's episode. A brand new clothing company launched in 2022, producing ethically sourced vegan running and casual clothing from recycled and organic materials. Now, as a proud vegan myself, when I heard that Mike was embarking on this venture, I was made up. But you do not need to be plant-based to be a part of the revolution. The brand is focused on producing some really cool threads without making an impact on the planet. And that, I'm sure you'll agree, is something we can all get behind. For every order you make, they plant a tree and they make a donation to their local animal rescue. Pretty awesome, right? Now, they've got loads of new stuff in the pipeline, but I, for one, am already in love with the camo-style Revolution running tee and vest. They are game changers. You can see the whole range by heading over to www.revolution-clothing.co.uk. And if you see something you like, as always, tell them we sent you and get a whopping 20% off your order using the code WTFPODCAST20 at checkout. It's a really cool concept, trying hard to leave a positive impression on the world. And we've got a lot of love for Revolution Clothing. We think you will too. Now on that note, with no tiny dancer in sight, you know what's coming next, man. Hit the music. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a flag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that both they run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that both they run community. Welcome to the world that both they run community. This is becoming a bit of a bi-weekly occurrence, isn't it, Matthew Taylor? It is. I'm here again. Face to face. Face to face. What do you mean, you mean the podcast, the weekly recurrence? Ass, ass to ass. <laughs> ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a way to open that. <laughs> Are we opening with that? We're going with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're keeping it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 7, Episode 4 of the What The Fartlet Podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matt. And because, of course, you are on your earlies this week, mm-hmm. that means that we're together. It does. Uh, we've got a packed show today, haven't we, mate? We, we normally try and throw a bit of banter around, a bad dad joke. We just went straight with mm-hmm. ass to mouth for some reason this week. But um, <laughs> I think we need to rock and roll with it because we have got a busy one and a packed one. Loads to talk about. Mm. Why don't you tell everyone what's on the show today, mate? That and the fact that I've got a cyclone after this as well. So, yes, we've got a very packed show. So, talk a little bit about how our week's gone in running. Part run chat with Bema. Uh, a chat with the awesome Carl Barnes, fellow Widnesian. Weirdness. Weirdness. Uh, the part run league update uh, with Bema again. They're back again. The roll calls and then the first. Thank you. You've got Statman John for the second week running. Well, he's a nice surprise for people, isn't it? That's what I'm going with. You forgot. Didn't That's you? a good save, that one, isn't it? No, you it forgot, was... didn't you? I forgot. Uh, how's your week been, buddy? It's been good. It's been yeah. It's been all right. I've, uh, I've ran a bit. I've cycled a bit. I've just been out with a run with you today. Nice mm. speed session, which I loved and enjoyed because it's been a long while since I've uh, opened the legs up and done a bit of uh, a speed <laughs> interval session. <laughs> You're laughing at me saying open my legs up, aren't you? Yeah, because you just said I've done I've done a speed session with you and it's been a long time since I've opened my legs up for you. It was just <laughs> it, it was just dirty. Continue. No, I enjoyed it. Uh, pe- 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 well, I was pacing. I was blowing out my arse myself, to be honest with you. But, uh, we had fun. Yeah, you we got me fun. around. 
Uh, a nice bit of graph porn for uh, for JP as well. Mm-hmm. We'll be posting not too well when you hear it. We'll have posted it, but uh, yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, what other running have I done? Can't remember. Can't remember. Are you finding? Because you said to me before when we were warming up that the cycling's helping a lot as well in terms yes. of your overall core fitness. Yeah, I think the cardio of the bike as well, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, stretching the legs out, stretching the uh, the back of the knee out from from the. Ultra did. I know I said I'm going to talk about it before. Uh, Ben's just been on about it. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, no spoiler alert because we didn't record that bit, did we? I don't know, no, mate. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I yeah, my, the Ultra Run uh, give me a bit of a uh, problem behind my knee and it seems to be stretching that out. So uh, yeah, a lot of cardio. I feel strong from it and uh, and felt good throughout that uh, interval session. Good. Uh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Didn't do part run. No. Sorry, sorry, team. Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's that's my week. How's your week been? Yeah, Brill. Um, still on the old. There's no plan, and that's a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, philosophy. Ran my biggest mileage of the year. Mm. I think biggest weekly mileage, certainly of the oh, well. the last three or four months. Anyway, if mm. not of the year, nothing crazy. It was only. 25k or something like that was that 15 16 miles it, it wasn't uh, sort of mind-blowing but it mm. was um i did a friday night beer run with sarah um we did a what else did we do i did park run on saturday at the wonderful ashbourne uh park run only the third event they were very welcoming very friendly doing the park run league with jp uh and i also got out on both tuesday and wednesday uh with you uh, no, I cancelled no. on you. I did a ten k with Ben, yes. and I did a five k on my own as well. So yeah, it was it was it was it was swell. Thank you very much. It's it was nice. It feels good to be getting the miles ticking up. And I know you've kind of stole my thunder by saying it, but the uh, the the interval session that we did today mm. was a big one for me. I I we did two hundreds, twelve reps. It was hard going. I was blowing out my ass by the end of it, but we hit every mark we wanted to hit and a little bit more. It was super consistent. Definitely some graph porn in there for Mr. Pickup. Uh, I loved it. It was great, mate. And thank you for joining me with it. So uh, we move. We keep on going. We do. We certainly do. One thing that uh, I thought was was really quite relevant and poignant that we saw a lot of in our family WhatsApp group, which, of course, anyone is welcome to join. If you want to find some like-minded people, it was at its absolute um, best this week. Uh, I mean, sometimes it can get a little bit wordly, but when it when, when it's good, it's it's fab. And there was quite a few people, my my, my wife included, who shared some very personal um, uh, stories about how they were feeling and about how um, the real world might be getting them down a little bit, and they were not motivated to run. And the conversation opened up that, in fact, this is a pretty common thing that's happening Uh, i think we're talking about it in women one in three or one in five it was women in this survey they did a verbally saying they're not motivated to run since lockdown don't think it's specific to women but it is an interesting point and i think it's the the message that kept coming out and we talk about it on this podcast all the time but the message that kept coming out was this i'm comparing myself to Mm -hmm. myself constant yeah I'm comparing myself not, to who I was. Yeah, not not comparing yourself to others, but to yourself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and and I was the absolute worst for it. So guilty of it for mm. so long. As soon as I was so close to that magic sub twenty, I know I sound like a broken record, and it's going to get to a point where I've got like you and your bloody ultra. I've got to stop talking about it. But I was so close. Mm. I ran twenty thirteen, 
Yeah. Oh, and it was in sight. I was right flying there. three, four more weeks. I'd have done it. I knew it. I was in the best shape of my life. And then COVID hit, and mm. now and then I went out and I wheezed to a twenty-three thirty this week. And I, but then, but then I'm blessed because I know that there's people out there that will go. I'd kill for a twenty-three thirty. Yeah. And then there's also people out there that would say a, a twenty-thirteen is slow for them. Mm. And I think it's quite easy in some ways to contextualize that piece of information. So whilst we do compare ourselves to other people, how they look, how they act, how they perform in running, I do think that it is a little bit easier to have a word with yourself. I'm not that person. I'm not that person's age. I'm not that person's fitness standard. I don't have that person's work-life, family, running balance, whatever it might be. And so... I found it easier to stop myself comparing myself to others. Yeah, I know where you're coming from with this. Yeah, I know where you're getting to. But what I mm. didn't find it easy, and I think a lot of us are finding this, is that you cannot as easily draw the differentiators mm. out when you compare yourself to the past version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. The differentiators exist, of course they do. COVID, lockdown. You're older. Yeah. Your diet might have changed. Your kids might be being a nightmare. Yeah. There's so many things that can and should enter your mind as to rationalizing why. But they don't as easily, in mm. my opinion. And yeah. I think that that came out of the group chat a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah. I, think, I think the key thing for me is just to remind everybody that, look, you're, you're only the person you are today today yeah exactly mm. and everything look at your previous accomplishments as exactly that yeah. they are accomplishments they are amazing if you've run a really fast 5k 10k pb half marathon marathon ultra at some other point in your life that's still you mm-hmm. and that's what i think we forget yeah you've done that you should be proud of that no one can ever take that away from you. That is in the barrel. It's in the bank. You can take it to the shops and spend it. Don't worry if you're not replicating that at this moment in time. Hmm. Because I guarantee there are other people that are looking at what you've achieved and what you're achieving now and thinking, wow, that person is superhuman. Wow. And you're all doing amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't add to that. I can't add anything to that. Sorry, I went on a bit of a <laughs> No, no. I, no I, I understand completely what you're saying. We talk about it all the time, don't we? We say, you comp- don't, call, don't compare yourself to others. We say, it, but we never think about comparing ourselves to ourselves. Mm. That's what we say to people. Compare yourself to yourself, but that can also have a detriment to your mm. mental health. And that's what we've seen. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it happens to us all. I mean, yeah. I, I do it as well. I, I go back and think, oh, where, where I were, where I want to be. And it, yeah, it, it that can, I suppose, can have, have an effect on you as well. So. Yeah, of course. You're right in what you're saying. I'll, of course. Good to, good to go on then, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, all right, okay, let's, we've got loads to get to. Mm. Um, just, if anybody is struggling, slide into our DMs. Let's have a chat about it. Come and talk to us privately, confidentially. We're always here. Matt's here, yeah. I'm here, the team's here. Put it, if you're not in the WhatsApp group and you want some, because the great thing was everybody piled on. Everybody piled on yeah. in, a, in a positive so, way. Yeah, that somebody opened up. It, it, it made other people open up and share share their stories and, and how they are. And that's what it's about talking and and and.
passing your burdens on and, and people listening and uh, not solving it, but uh, having that year to, year to lend. Well, a burden shared is a burden halved, and when there's a hundred like-minded mm. souls ready to half that burden with you in our WhatsApp chat and amongst our fartlek family, then it can certainly help. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that it solves the problem, and no. ultimately we're always playing that battle with the with the monsters in our head, but it does help, and okay. you can you are more than welcome to become a part of that family if you wish to. Um, uh, Super Pacho, uh, mm-hmm. where are we going to first, Matt? We are off to Park Run with Ben and Emma. Park Run Tourism Park with Ben tourism and Emma. With and you're Emma. actually coming this week. I am. I'm here. Ooh, exciting. Should we do yeah, it? Yeah, let's go. Right, well, let's see this how you're here. Why don't you introduce them? Uh, introduce Ben and Emma. Emma, how are you guys? Uh, we're all right, thank you. How are you? All good, all good. I assume you're here to talk about the Park Run that you visited Absolutely. this weekend. Did you just call it The Park Run? The park run, the park run you visited this weekend. Hmm. It's just park run. It just seems a bit strange having Matt here. Yeah, all right, all right. It's a very, very rare occurrence. And just not knowing what he's talking about. Uh, lovely to see you guys. Hope you're both well. Uh, we are we we're, we're in Bema Overload this week. We'll be back in a bit to talk all about the park run league. Um, but for now, we've got to talk about a little bit of park run tourism, and of course, the semi-finals drew to the end of the park run cup. So we're going to get to all of that. Why don't we dive straight into it? Where did you guys go this week? We went to Centre Vale in Ben's just grabbing the cat who has decided he wants to join in and start meowing. So yeah, No we... problem. Rambo's <laughs> always welcome. We went to Centre Vale in um, Todd Morden, um, which I think the course didn't sound that interesting on the website, but it's, it's a three-lapper um, in a park next to a bowling green. And... Yeah, it's a lovely one. It's hilly, but um, I thought it was loads of fun because mm-hmm. like hilly bits on trail, which if it if it was wet, I think that would be a bit treacherous. Yeah. Because um, you go up quite a steep hill, turn right, and then straight down a really steep hill. So I think if it was muddy, you might be sliding around. But I thought it was loads of fun. What did you think, Ben? Yeah, I wore completely the wrong shoes. I... You always wore completely the wrong shoes. It's like uh... a recurring theme in this podcast segment. Well, I, I just, I just didn't think about it. I went, I, I looked at all my shoes and I thought, I haven't worn them for months. I'm going to wear them. And uh, yeah, there were some of those Nike Tempo Next Percent things. Um, so they're not the best grip in the world. But I mean, to be fair, you start and it's tarmac for a lot of it. And then it's when you, like Em said, when you hit the sh- when you hit the short, sharp hill, it's probably about 20 metres up and it's just really gravelly. It's not compact gravel, Neil Marshall. It's loose gravel. Yeah, uh, the worst kind go- of gravel. Absolutely. It's probably about 20, 30 foot of going straight up. And then you turn right, flattens out a bit. And then there's another little deceptive climb. But then you turn to an instant downhill and that's really uneven. So you're trying to tiptoe your way down the hill. And as soon as you get to the bottom of the hill, you've got like almost a 180 turn on yourself. So when you're wearing shoes that have no grip, it, it, it meant just going down the hill quite slow and then literally coming to a stop at the bottom, turning your body and then carrying on. Um, and then it went kind of windy. Um, but but yeah, the rest of it was pretty pretty fast, actually. Um, I quite enjoyed it. And I, 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 I didn't feel like I'd run the time that I did, but I did all right. 
Yeah, that's part of part of the fun of trailer. Running. Can I just just interject in this story because obviously we're not on video, so you can't see. But as you've been telling this story, the little idiot next to me has found a Centervale Park Run, and he's trying to follow you as you're telling the story. <laughs> and I can just see him zooming in and out of Google Maps and shaking his head in a really confused manner. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah I'm just, it's just, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, there's a lot of trees, so I, yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. it's gonna, because uh, you are kind of surrounded by forest. Yeah, there's there's the exposed bit around the bowling greens and the tennis courts and the open area, but but then the, you do the bottom section along the Burnley roads, which you might be looking at, Matt. That's the you go along the Burnley roads and then you come out of it, you go around the kiddies' play area and then you go up the hill, which is in the wooded area. Um, yeah, the start is a bit mental as well because you kind of start in this like a bit like a courtyard, um, and then you set off, but you've got to all get through like kind of the entrance to it. So it goes really narrow and then it goes straight downhill. So it was all a bit, I mean, Ben will have been at the front, so he'll not have noticed. But yeah, uh, yeah if, if you're in the you middle. You caught in the rat race a little bit. Yeah, you just keep up or get trampled, I think. It does It does sound fun, though. It was a Fibonacci for you guys as well? Fibonacci number 89, event number 89. Um, that only leaves us with a handful of numbers left to get to complete that one on the 5K app. Um no position bingos this week. One second off of stopwatch bingo again. Gutted. Um, I, I think I was about five seconds off, but I didn't, again, I just didn't look for it. I I originally... I wasn't actually looking for it, which is annoying. Maybe I would have sped up a bit, kind of realised. But um, but I was, I was trying for the get the same position as the previous week, and this is going to sound a bit smug here, but... I finished fifteenth in the first week of the Parkrun League, so I thought, right, get get in the get around about tenth, and just hold there, and then let people come past me on the last lap. I'd rather be chased than be yeah. chasing going into it. And I got into tenth, and after the first hill, this massive gap just opened, and I finished the first lap, and I looked around behind me, and I couldn't even see the person behind me. So when he got to the last lap and I realised that they were just too far behind, I was like, I'm not going to stand on the finish line and wait for four other people to come past me. <laughs> you, you just said that like it's a really ridiculous thing to do. You've literally done that before. <laughs> yeah, that, that's with stopwatch bingo. I'll right. take it for stopwatch, but... Obviously. Yeah, no, I was... You're not, I was you're not, you're not a madman. <laughs> No, no, no. I thought, of course, I was down for barcode scanning, so I needed to get into position straight away. So, uh, sure. Uh, hey, hey, guys, speaking of the 5K app, you'll never guess who got Fibonacci without knowing what Fibonacci is and also prime number. Oh, go on, tell us, tell us. Holy bloody me. Whoa. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't realise until we were given a, we got a very enthusiastic pre-race brief at Ashbourne uh, Park Run and were told that it was only the third event and... This guy must have been a fan of the 5K app, probably a Ben Stittle fan as well, um, and uh, and said that he that it was Fibonacci and Prime Number because it was their third event. So uh, yeah, that was pretty exciting. Um, really no. nice, really nice course. Well, all on grass, which was weird. oh wow, mm, all on grass like round the fields. I was talking to somebody on Sunday morning at Junior, uh, somebody from my club who is a massive fan of the 5K app. Um, she is probably on about 400 runs, to be fair. Mm. She's completed Fibonacci. She's now on with Wilson Index. But yeah, she said Ashbourne was all on grass, but lovely, well cooked, lovely to run on grass. That's what it she was. Said. Yeah, it was. It was all um, playing fields. It was like sports fields. It was like stay off, stay on the left of the line. 
don't go on the rugby pitches. But the grass mm-hmm. had, it had obviously been really well cared for and really well treated. It was cool because it was like it was quite compartmentalised. So like you'd go round one field and then through a gate and then round another field and then through a gate over a bridge over a bit of water and then you'd wind back round and you'd loop and you'd do your next lap. So yeah, really nice volunteers. I would recommend and it's great if you've got kiddies um, or even if you're just a big kid yourself. We uh, we were doing a day out with uh, with JP and Paul to Alton Towers and it's 20 minutes away. So we did we did Ashbourne and then straight in the cars and uh, and off to Walton Towers. It was a great day out, but uh, yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. Lovely volunteers and uh, and yeah, those in those early weeks, there's always loads of good stuff you can get on the 5K app out of them as well, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Right, that was that was different having you tell us about your park run. Matty, there you go. What Matty, did you do? Let's, let's hear about yours. Um, what did I? Where did I go this week? The park run. Can't remember. Did you stay local or did you did you go did you go further yeah. afield? Um, Skegness. Skegness. Yeah, Skegness. Skegness Park Run. Mm. I don't know about Skegness Park Run. Should, should we look it up? Um, I'm just, yeah. What was the course like? Don't, don't, don't look it up. Don't, what are you doing? Just get off your phone. Don't look it up. Skegness <laughs> Boating Lake Park Run. <laughs> what? He's not. Oh. Oh, it's oh. it's finished. Oh. It's finished. Did you oh. did you you you've been telling me all weekend? Yeah, there were no Skegness Park runners. And I found it in like it ten seconds. Skegness Boating Lake Park Run, and then underneath it says <laughs> it's it's. I think it, 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 it didn't come back. Skegness Lake Park Run no longer takes place. Yeah. However, the team are searching for an alternative venue. Yeah, I think it my might heart have. sunk in my mouth because I was going to run. If there were one local, I planned it. Yeah, I was going to run for my team, get some points, which will be later that. Didn't. didn't. Yeah. But yeah, no. Down. I didn't do part runs. Really. And to be fair to you, there wasn't one within 25 kilometres no. of, of Skegness. So, so no, but you're still a let down. <laughs> um, uh, ben, uh, any purple side stories this week? No, uh, right. Well, I did say that should uh, said hired photographer um, not perform, then I would vent my anger and frustration. Um, and I am sorry to tell you that said photographer did a bloody good job. Oh, did he? All right, go on, tell me more. No, no, no. The, 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 the chap, I looked around, I picked my victim. It wasn't the closest person <laughs> to me. I I walked up to him. I offered him the opportunity. I informed him of the um, the challenge he was about to face. The terms and conditions. Got the contract absolutely, out. Absolutely. Um. I stood there, I held the camera, I said, look, this is in shot, that's in shot, I'm going to stand here, M's going to stand there, just take the picture, all in portrait. Um, and he did a bloody good job. And I even checked, I said, wait there, wait there, let me check him, let me check him. I said, you've done very well there. Um, and <laughs> I, he had a smile on his face and everything. Got an idea, and set up the shot and get Emma to stand there and just call somebody over and say, just press that button for me, pal. I could, I mean, it's, it, it might develop to that if I continue to get these poor photographers. <laughs> Everyone's got a smartphone these days. Everybody can take a picture, surely. Surely you look at the, the actual image on your screen before you press capture. Should, we, if, should, we, should we go fund me, Benna? Tripod. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, brilliant. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that there were no uh, altercations around the old can, purple sign photo this week. 
can I can I just point out that I was then swiftly hired as a purple sign photographer. For oh, did, did anybody did anybody shout at you for not being good enough? No, they bloody did it because the pictures were the best pictures they've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> they were they looked at them and they were like, "Wow, you've done this before." They might not have done that, but that's what I think they were saying in their heads when they said thank you. Um, and yes, yeah, so I took it for a couple that were there, and uh, and then another lady who was a bit of a tourist as well that was on her own and she needed a photographer. So up I stepped, and uh, I actually went away very happy. What a treasure you are to your community. I, I know, I know. And um, there was another nice surprise at the end as well, uh, which uh, which got me and Emma excited. Oh yeah, cake. Okay. Um, oh, so that's was... cake. I thought it was going to be sexier than cake. Never mind. Carry on. A damn sexy cake, I'll have you know. <laughs> yeah, so it starts at a little bowling club and at the start there's like two old fellas with a barbecue doing like bacon and sausages. Sorry, Rob, no good for you. Nope. But um yeah, and then the, there was a sign saying tea, coffee and cake and we're thinking, Oh god, we ain't got any cash. They'd even got a card machine, which I was quite wow, impressed. That's good, isn't it? Um yeah, but they, it turned out the old fellas had made the cake. They were very proud of themselves, weren't they, Ben? They were indeed, and they, they, we were we were under pressure because there were like four people serving in the room, and then the old fellas popping their heads through the little hatch as well, and they were like, "Are you going to buy some cake?" I was like, "I've not had my breakfast. Cake for yeah, go on, a cake for breakfast." <laughs> which one are you having? And there were like four choices and, uh, and you just know that one person's baked one and one person's baked the other. So we just, we just had to pick it. I, I went for a lemon drizzle and luckily it was the old chap on the barbecue and he looked dead chuffed with him. So I think he even said, I might have to make two of them this week. They're that popular. Uh, <laughs> what a wonderful accent as well. I thought you were in Lancashire, not the West country. Yeah. He didn't talk like that. He d- he did he not? <laughs> That's how I imagine he talks. Would you like a better by lemon drizzle, Keith? Yeah, he lives by Blackburn, but talks like Marco Del Watson. That's Ben's accent for every old man ever. <laughs> they all sound like Mark. <laughs> they all sound the same. We'll all, be, we'll all be like it one day, so I'm just preparing. Do you think we're going we're gonna to hit a wall and just sound like we're all from Devon at some point? It's going to, like... Uh, you hit 60 and all of a sudden you're a farmer yeah i'm i'm ready for that oh, i'm ready for that as um, well to be honest i love it um Todd wouldn't... Cake, lovely todd morden where it's based lovely little village i mean mm. uh if i didn't have to get back and finish clearing and cleaning my old house out we'd, we'd have stayed and had a little wander around but uh just driving through it was re- really old-fashioned and had lots of little um local shops and cafes and stuff and uh free parking at the hare and hounds pub um and yeah it was it was a lovely park lovely place so um if you fancy learning how to play bowls crown green bowling uh from 10 until 11 on a saturday you can be uh learn how to play what bowls yeah yeah just all right from running okay yeah i'm into, I'm into it are we going to start a crown what what the crown green bowls yeah yeah why not let's do it instead of football we'll have what? a crown green bowling oh yes a crown green bowling charity event 2023 we're coming for you i love it ever great idea right so let's move on because uh in the interest of time um uh, amazing center vale get to it lovely part of the world there's some lovely little towns and villages up 
up up up in the northwest. Um, let's before we go though, I know Ben in particular, you wanted to wax a little bit of lyrical about the Park Run Cup because the Park Run League's happened, it's taken over a little bit. Everyone's doing great, everyone's getting really involved, but the Park Run Cup isn't over yet. So um, just just semi-finals finished this week. We've got two finalists that's taking place this weekend. Just give us a, a little um, potted history. Of, uh, of what's happened uh, in the last few weeks and what's happening on Saturday. Okay, so so at the weekend we had Neil Pacey versus Paul Griffiths and Claire Manane versus Nadine Francis, and um, there were no losers here. They, they've they've all done so well in this competition. So big pat on the back to all of them for for getting this far. Um, but there has to be a winner on the day out of the two semi-finals and. We had going through to the final this week narrowly by a mere four seconds wow. over his opponent, both PBing. So Neil Pacey ran a 19 second PB and Paul Griffiths ran a 15 second PB. So it was dead close. And to see them still PBing this far in shows how it's much amazing. It's, it's frankly amazing, Ben. Sorry to cut you off. It's they, they, They've smashed it both of them. No, let me just put it into context. So from the start of the competition, Neil Pacey in his rounds against Gareth Davis, Jordan Motes, Simon Minty, Neil Marshall, and now Paul Griffiths, he has gone from 28.46 down to 25.10. That is a three-minute, three 36-second improvement from round one. Um, Paul Griffiths himself, again, massive improvement. He's he's faced Lisa Dwerry House. He, he faced Bradders, who was the fastest loser from round one. He faced Simon Grace, Alistair Tatum, your your defeater, Rob. Uh, and then, obviously, Neil in the semis. And Paul Griffiths himself PB'd every single round, ending up two minutes 45 quicker than when he started the competition. So that's another huge chunk off. So, boys out of the way, we go on to the girls. We had Claire and Nadine. Now, Claire, again, she has made it through to the final. Um, neither of them actually PB'd on the day, uh, but Claire was the closest, finishing just 19 seconds off hers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Claire has gone through this competition, defeating Nick Finney, Gary Ludwin, Jamie Denham, Kirsty Porter, and now Nadine. And Claire has taken off from her original time of 27.27. She has gone down to 25.14. Wow, so, brilliant again, isn't it? No, sorry, I tell a lie. She hasn't gone down to 25.14. She's gone down to 24.55 because she didn't if, in the semifinals. Yeah, but even she, better. She goes into the final with a PB of 24.55. Uh, and she has taken off from day one. She has taken off two minutes and 32 seconds. These these are massive times, aren't they? But Nadine smashed it as well, hasn't she? Now, now Nadine, you've got to feel a little bit sorry for Nadine here because in Nadine's journey, defeating Bradders, Rob Corns, both local to her, and then taking on Lisa Cooper, B. Harris, and now up against Claire, Nadine knocks off from her original start time of 31.28, went all the way down to 27.45. So she knocks off three minutes and 43 seconds over the competition. She is the person who took the most off, yet she didn't make the final. 
Amazing which, how it works, isn't it? But, but it, still an incredible effort from all of them. Now, that means that the final is lined up and ready to go this weekend, yeah? It is, yeah. So, so we did say when we first started this competition that we'd love to bring them together and get them at the same park run. Um, we did joke that, that it would probably end up with a north versus south and it might be quite difficult. And that's exactly the case we've got. Um, I've been in discussion with Claire and with Neil. Um, now, they're both going to struggle to travel to the middle of that. That's a good yeah. two and a half, three hour journey each way for them both. So it is going to be a virtual final. Um, Neil will likely go to Littlehampton. Claire is going to witness. Um, I, me and Emma have said that wherever the final wave will be, we will be at the final. Now we can't be in two. Well, we could be in two places. That's the point. You could drive to Witness, and I could drive down to Littlehampton. Um, <laughs> uh, He's committed. Course, He's committed, isn't he? I don't mind. Um, <laughs> but no. So on a on a on a more appropriate note, we are going to be at Witness again on Saturday. Not something we normally do. We don't normally like to visit the same park run twice. Mm-hmm. Certainly not in such quick succession. But we will honour our statement of saying that we will be at the final. And we are going to go to Widnes on Saturday and we are going to watch Claire put her effort in. We have trophies for both of them. There is a winner's trophy and a runner's up trophy. Um, So we will take them over and then whichever one Claire wins, I will deliver Neil Pace's by hand in a few weeks time when I'm down that way to run Race to the King with Jack. Wonderful. So. Wonderful. Very, very excited, mate. And a, and a huge well done to the two finalists, everyone who's taken part, and especially to you two for organising and administrating the whole thing. Um, very, very successful and positive um, uh, couple of months, I reckon. And, and I, I know a lot of people have approached me personally and said they've got a lot out of it. So absolutely incredible. Um, looking forward to the final. We're going to live stream it on the podcast Instagram page as much as possible. So please do follow, follow, follow uh, and find out who is going to be our inaugural What the Fartlek Cup champion. If you are anywhere near uh, Witness or Littlehampton, then get down and cheer them on. Uh, if you go to Witness, you might even get to see Ben and Emma. Uh, just, just stay clear of Ben when he's looking for a purple sign picture. It's not worth it, frankly. I've got my Witness purple sign picture with all you lovely lot. Uh, yes, of course. You don't need another one, do you? Mm, but I'll still get one. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. Right then, guys, listen, we're going to let you go because we're going to be getting you back in about half an hour to talk about the part run league. Um, mm. But before then, how about we all get over and have a little listen to uh, to Carl Barnes? Yeah, sounds good. Looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's going to be a great one, I reckon, guys. Let's load it up. Let's find all about his story. Uh, a nice segue, of course, because they're going to witness and Carl's from Witness. witness. Let's do it. By now, you guys will know all about the positive impact running can have on somebody, how it can help them turn a corner, find that balance, change their lives. Now, my guest today is an embodiment of just that. A fellow Widnesian and someone who I have known since long before running was a part of either of our stories. I do have distinct memories of him rocking up at Widnes Park running probably about 2018 and thinking... That's a dude from my French class in college before watching him breeze past me to a ludicrously quick finish time in what I'm pretty sure were tennis shoes. 
His journey is awesome and I've had the honour of observing it from afar. From adversity, he's become an integral part of his local running community and he's knocking over club records for fun. I've wanted to get this chat in for ages and I think you are going to love hearing more about the story of my guest today, Carl Barnes. Carl, how are we doing today, man? I'm good, thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me on. No, no, uh, very, very happy you're here. Um, how's your day been so far? You managed to get out for a run? I've not actually today. Today's a rest day. I've got a race tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm trying to uh, play it sensible. Wonderful. Where are you racing? In Crystleton. It's near Chester. It's a 5k. Uh, a new one. So it should be something to look forward to. Lovely. Going hard? We'll see how hard the legs let me. I'm still, <laughs> uh, I've still got a few marathons in my legs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, absolutely. yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the legs uh, fancy it on the night, I think. It's been a busy spring season for you, hasn't it? And uh, we'll we'll get to that, I'm yeah. sure, in, in due course. And I guess the other thing is you can never quite judge uh, a Friday night 5K, can you? It, it, no, and when when you're training in the depths of winter, it's nice to look forward to uh, the summer weeknight races. They are they are a nice addition to the calendar. Um, they're really really lovely to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're a, they're a bit of a, an unknown quantity sometimes because uh, especially uh, at the end of a working week, you're not quite sure whether you're going to be a bit fatigued or you're going to be bouncing. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, we'll wait and see. Absolutely. Well, by the time this goes out, we'll know full well how you did. But um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll circle around on that probably when we're releasing. The episode so uh, loads to talk about today man whilst your running journey is probably not uh, the longest in terms of age it's certainly got an awful lot of achievements within it now we normally go back in these chats and start about uh, talking about how you first got into running um I, I think with your journey if it's okay with you and, and and we'll ease into it and talk about however much you feel comfortable um let's set the scene a little bit first I mean I guess my first question would be were you athletic or sporty when you were younger uh, I was fairly sporty. Um, I've always been a big football fan. I used to like to play quite a lot. Um, and I liked a bit of tennis every now and again. Um, apart from that, though, um, yeah, not nothing too nothing too much outside of football. Um, obviously, you know, Witness, we're from a big rugby league town. Um, mm. But I was never really into rugby league. Um, I had a few medical issues when I was a baby, so I wasn't really allowed to play rugby uh, for certain mm. reasons. Um, but no, it was... Um, it was mainly football with a bit of tennis thrown in there. Uh, and obviously, whatever you, you got to do when you were doing PE at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you're forced to do more like that. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, so, OK, so so a little bit of a, a sporting interest, um, albeit slightly curtailed maybe by, by, by issues out of your control yeah. and the fact that we're all forced to like rugby um, uh, when we're from witness. Yes. Uh, so, so how does your journey develop then? So as you sort of come out of adolescence, as you get into adulthood, what happens then? Do, do you stay active? H- how does the, the journey progress there? Uh, I still played football on and off when I was in college. I still played football. Um, I was playing football for my Spanish department when I was at university. Um, and then in in the odd job or two, um, when you sort of play five side with your workmates after after you finish work at the end of the week. Um, there was a bit of that thrown in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as time went on, um, I did um, I've got a, lot, a lot less of that, really, because um, I just became horrifically unfit, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was mainly down to the fact that um, I'd progressed by probably my mid to late 20s. I was a full-blown alcoholic. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it sort of has a... a 
a negative impact on your fitness, shall we say? Yeah, of course. Both in terms of health and motivation, I, I presume. Um, without Without knowing. I mean, but mate, this, it, it's a sensitive subject approach, and, and please don't think I'm overstepping. And, and at any point, if, if you want to just move on, just tell me. But do you mind me asking what some of the triggers, the the, the causal effects were that, that led you into that that position that you were in by the time you hit those mid twenties? Of course. I mean. <sighs> I've I've got to I've got to grips with quite a few of my demons um, over the past few years. Uh, got to know myself really, and what led me down that route. Um, I sort of could say, when I left college and university, I was sort of on the conveyor belt. It's mentioned sometimes in in the media. You sort of go to school, then you're expected to go to college, and you're expected to go to university. And if you if you go down that route, you're expected to walk into a wonderful job. And life's not that. Cut, life's not that cut and dry it's nope. not it's not black and white um you can go down all kinds of different routes a lot of people don't go to university but there's a lot of there's a lot of um external pressure shall you say um that you don't even realize is there and I suppose I sort of found myself mid-20s I had a lot of mental struggles that I really didn't cotton on that I was having them mm-hmm. um alcohol for me was probably uh it was probably escapism first and foremost and then I, I always liked to be the life and soul of the party when I was going out, when I was at university when, and, and when I was in my early 20s. But it sort of snowballed and then it became a really unhealthy habit. And then, yeah, I ended up in some very dark places. Um, and then, yeah, towards the end of my 20s, I, I've got a few years which I call which I call the lost years because not much happened and I really didn't do much with my life. It was mainly to do with uh, where I could find the next drink, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a really interesting observation because there might be some younger people listening to this podcast. And I think I think certainly from a, a very positive uh, perspective, that focus on drinking culture seems to have died away a little bit. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not a risk and it's not present, um, the idea of, of binge drinking and it taking over your life and, and yeah. the addiction that can come from it. But what you've got to remember is that we were probably, as elder millennials, you're the same age as me, yeah. we were probably the last remnants of uh, the pub teens, weren't we? Were from a small town, there wasn't much else to do, was there? I think you're right, Rob. Um, and I do look at the generation that come after us, and they do seem to be a bit more aware. Um, they're not as easily influenced by by like drinking culture. They, they're a lot more sensible, <laughs> especially when I think back to some of the things that we used to do. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it seems to be a lot more awareness of of getting carried away with with alcohol and, and drinking culture nowadays, which is, as you say, is a real really positive thing because. Um, I myself um, I'm an example of what can happen when things get out of control. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now, we know that there is a, a positive progression in your story. Um, so you get to your late 20s, about 30. Uh, so how old were we at 30? Probably we're talking sort of late 2010s. Is uh, that period? Yeah, I'd probably say that. Um, yeah. I, I probably... I, I start... I, I, there's a lot of talking in there's a lot of, there's a lot mentioned about rock bottom moments when you talk mm. about people who've recovered from from addiction not just alcohol um and I definitely had a rock bottom moment I ended up in hospital at the start okay. of 2018 and that really was a rock bottom moment I was in resource I put my family through all sorts of pain um which which I fully understand and held my hand up um but then 
once as soon as I came out of hospital the first thing I wanted to do was was get in touch with the support group um and my family did say to me they said um is it not too early and I said no the the, the right time is right now as soon as I'm out as soon as I've had that moment that, that moment of clarity I need to to move on um and running in that in that early 2018 running appeared on the scene um i still had a gym membership um which had just been rolling over for a few years not doing much with it at all um i've done a bit of cardio work in the gym so a bit on the treadmill a bit on um the various cardio machines you can find in the gym um and i started doing a bit more um i realized i needed to because we, we had a young dog at the time still got him um lovely little cockapoo called teddy but when he was very young um that was sort of like the in 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 the midst of when I hit rock bottom and came out the other side so when I when I took him out for a walk uh, I remember one day in in the January once I'd left hospital when I took him out for a walk I think we must have walked about half a mile and I felt like I, I could fall in a heap on the ground I was so unfit I was out of breath and I thought to myself that's not very good at all um so when I sort of got my act together um got a bit more confidence back about myself I thought to myself I'll go back to the gym. So so I did. Uh, I jumped on the treadmill and before you know it, I was running up to a mile um, and then just increased it steadily, um, you could say. Um, and then before I know it, I was on 5K by the time I got to the end of the spring in 2018. Yeah. And was, was this all exclusively at the gym at first then? Was it just all about yeah, rolling the miles up on the treadmill? Yes, at first it was. Um, I mean, running now, as you'll you'll see, it's done so much for me. But I, before I started running on the treadmill in the gym in that in that spring, I thought running was boring. Didn't really get didn't really get the uh, the benefits. Didn't see what it was all about. Um, I was, as I say, I was more into my football. I was more into my team sports. I didn't really understand what running could give you. Um, but no, at first it was mainly just on the treadmill in the gym. Um, but and then somebody in the gym said to me, uh, "Why don't you try park run?" Yeah. And uh, I'd said, Parkrun, what was that? Um, didn't und- never heard of it really. Um, but yeah, was I was in for quite a surprise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The journey progresses from there, and um, and so this is at the point where it's probably fair to say, in terms of, I mean, I'm assuming. So please do correct me. Keep me on the on the straight. I don't want to take over your story. That think think the the worm turns at this point, doesn't it? This is where you you see something in the running community and what running can offer you that that without being too over dramatic is is going to change your life isn't it absolutely um my first park run i remember the date it was the 21st of july 2018 my park run birthday shall we say mm-hmm. um i rocked up to park run um my mum came with me bless um because i think she was a little worried i was a bit worried myself because i'd I took I took a bit of advice about turning up from somebody in the gym in the first place, somebody that I knew. So I turned up and I thought to myself, I looked at everybody there. There must have been about 200 people. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really, I didn't know anybody. Um, and I thought to myself, I'd done enough, I'd done 5K in the gym, but I thought to myself, I didn't really know what to expect from my body. Uh, I put my body through so through the ringer. I put it through so much. Um, over the preceding years I thought I was, I was actually seriously worried that I might keel over and have a heart attack yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, that, in, in that first park run but you know what um the run director started it going I, I set off I was going quicker than I expected 
Um, it was a bit of a blur, in all honesty, the first one. But then when I crossed that line, it was it was exhilarating. Yeah. Um, and when I got that email through with the time, it was like, oh, look, I did that. It, it was a real sense of achievement. And I was crossing the line with all these all these other people and they were all getting something different from it. And you could see it was such a feel good atmosphere as well. I thought to myself, I want to do this again next week. It yeah. was, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Love at first sight then. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, brilliant. Uh, and then it snowballs from there, doesn't it? Um, it yeah. How does your running journey progress from that first park run thinking, you know what, this, this is for me. Yeah. Well, as I say, I went back the week after um, and then, I noticed the local running club, Witness Witness Running Club, uh, the Teal Army, as they're called. Um, <laughs> they um, they they rocked up uh, quite regularly at Witness, so I could see them in their running club tops. And I thought to myself, if I'm, I was doing enough running in the gym, um, I thought to myself, if I'm going to be doing this amount of running, because I was enjoying it by then as well. It wasn't just a, a fitness thing by the time I got to the summer. It was something which I was starting to enjoy. I was feeling the benefit of the exercise and the running um, on the mental health. I felt sharper. I felt more, my moods were more balanced. I was handling everything better. Um, I, at the start of 2018, when when I was recovering, um, I, I didn't have a job at the time. I'd recently, when I did my first park run, I'd recently got a, got a new job. So it was making me more capable of handling that new venture as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, if I'm going to be doing this much running, um, why not join the running club? So I, I did. I rocked up for my first session at the end of August in 2018. And and I've not looked back, really. Um, I love the club. Um, it's brilliant. It's if it's not for everybody. Some people like running, running solo, uh, running such a good thing that however you come or come across it, however you get into it, um, there isn't one size fits all. Um, people get into it different ways and they enjoy different aspects of it. But I've got to, I've got to advocate a running club is a, is a marvelous thing. Mm. It provides so much support. Um, it provides advice if you're new to the sport. Uh, and it's a social activity as well. It's it's you can make some really good friends like I have myself at a running club, and uh, and witness is great. They've, they've really supported me. I've been open with my journey with them. They're a, they're a very very supportive bunch. Um, so I've, I've got nothing but uh, nothing but good things to say about them. No, and, and a lot of love for Witness Running Club. I think um, uh, when you've got a, a smaller town, as, as as our hometown is, I think having a club with that level of presence and that level of commitment to the community is absolutely phenomenal. Can I can I just circle round just yes. briefly to to a point that you just made then about you know you said I just decided to rock up at Witness uh, at Witness Running Club. Now, for for a lot of people, taking that step into um, a, a running club in, into a group environment can be daunting. It can oh, yeah. um, be it can be anxiety inducing. It, there's a lot of things that, that that prevent people from taking that step. And you said yourself that you'd come to Parkrun just a short time earlier at the place you were in your journey yes. and quite anxious about being around people. Yes. How was making that step for you, and how fulfilling was it when you realised you'd made the right decision? It was, I'll be honest, Rob, it was a bit terrifying, both parts, turning up to parkrun, running among all those people. It's very different to running on your own in the treadmill in the gym to running with 250 people on a Saturday morning. Um, It it can be quite daunting. And as you rightly say, um, 
turning up to a running club, you think it's a bit of a cliche in the running club community that uh, newcomers feel that everybody's Usain Bolt when you rock up, but you really, you really do. You think to yourself, everybody knows what they're doing. I'm just going to look like a fish out of water. Um, but my, my whole attitude towards it is you need to take that step and don't compare yourself to anybody else. Everybody's got to start somewhere, whether that's with park run, whether that's with joining a running club, whether that's just lacing your shoes up and going for a run around the block on your own. Um, every good journey starts with that first step and the first, and change isn't easy. Um, it wasn't easy for me. Uh, I can look back now where I am in 2022 and it, it's a big, big jump from where I was in 2018, but it's it's all about making that first step um and there's, there's all kinds of support there's pe- there's a lot of people that know that um most people in the running community i find it's, it's a very very good supportive community hmm. um a lot of people understand that it, it can be a big step it's it's frightening sometimes it's hard to make that change it's not easy at all um but it's it's possible if you, if you get that little bit of courage then yeah, you can uh, you can make a real positive change to your life. Yeah, agreed. And uh, fair play to you for stepping out and doing it. And 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 clearly, it's become a, a big part of your life, and you contribute an awful lot to that running club and that local community as well. So well done to you. Um, let's talk about you though for a second, because Go, yeah. you, you, you've, you've talked a lot about how you got um into running, how running became a part of your life. But you're a humble guy, so I know that I've got to kind of drag this out of you. But you've <laughs> but you've done pretty well in the three or four years that have followed. Um, tell me about some of your favourite moments and, and some of the big achievements and some of the memories that, that you've managed to make on a personal level um, since since you've, you've kicked on and joined that running club and got into running. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been one hell of a journey. Um, I did, when, by the time I got to 2019, my first marathon was penciled in, which was Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. That was an experience I'll never forget, crossing that finish line. I don't, yeah. there's, very f- there's very few things like it on earth, crossing that finish line of a marathon, whether you've done one or whether you've done 51. It's, it's something which is undescribable. Uh, it's very hard to describe unless you've done it. Um, but that was... That was that was an achievement in, in itself, uh, looking back on where I'd come from, uh, mm-hmm. not just the short space of time in a year, but looking back, comparing me crossing the finishing line of a marathon to what I was doing, not just 18 months previously. It was yep. it was uh, it was mind blowing for me, really. Um, yep. And yeah, Liverpool, have to, that would have to go down uh, as, as, as a big milestone for me. Um, yeah, I've I've, uh, I've done quite a few. Done quite a few. Um, I've done quite a few races, shall we say? Besides, <laughs> besides, yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm in the 30s for my 10Ks now. I've done six marathons. Um, I've, uh, I've done. I'm coming up to my hundredth park run, uh, which yep. is which is a, a good milestone to get. Um, and park runs right up there as well. I mean, I can I can do races every other weekend, uh, and I, I love my racing as well. Um, I don't I don't really stick to a, a rigid training schedule um i do train well for certain events but for me the, the whole running community and the whole running lifestyle um it's just there's just too much there to enjoy to get to get bogged down um concentrating on one thing too mm. much um i like doing as many races as possible i like doing a park run every weekend i won't let i, I made a pledge to myself not very long ago i'm not letting a, a race stop me from doing park run on a saturday yep. um i've just i've just um i've just done 
I've just got my PB at Manchester Marathon um, in, in April. Um, but I said to myself, I'm doing parkrun the day before. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't regret it. Uh, I don't regret it one bit because um, life's too short not to try and fit everything you can in. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you probably you you might have a you might remember one or two things that I've not mentioned. Um well, 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 there's, there's, there's loads, isn't there? Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, your humility will probably prevent, prevent you from saying that you've been knocking over club records at marathon distance and you run incredibly quick times. And we don't talk about times too much on, no, this, we don't. on this show. And I, and I know that that's not your 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 mentality either. But you're, no, absolutely you're, not. you're bloody quick and you've um, you've come on an awfully long way. I did want to mention, if you don't mind just telling me about it, you talked about parkrun and your love of parkrun. Parkrun's an integral part of your life and, and led to a fairly big uh, interweaving a fairly big life event uh, with parkrun. Uh, yes. Just this year. Was it this year? It was this year, earlier this year, wasn't it? It was. Well, I'll, I'll run you through the little backstory with that. Um, Please do, yeah. Yeah, the, the week after I did my first marathon at Liverpool, um, little did I know, actually, I tell, tell a lie, it was two weeks. Um, but the week after I did it, um, I got a message from uh, I got a message from somebody in the local running community. She runs for um, the other the other running club in Widness. It's a ladies mm-hmm. only running club, Widness Wasps. Um, yep. And I got a little message saying, um, just a friendly message, um, introducing herself. Said she'd see me at Parker, and it was a really nice message. And then um, yeah, we met we met um, at, Par- at Witness Park Run um, two weeks after I finished the marathon. She'd done the marathon herself, so we had a lot to talk about. Um, Stacy, her name was, uh, and yeah, we got talking, and then um, we ended up in a relationship. And then since then, um, it's pretty. Uh, I'll use the word snowballed again because it mm-hmm. pretty much has snowballed. Um, at Park Run and Witness uh, this February, I proposed to her at Park Run. Uh, thankfully she said yes <laughs> <laughs> it would have been pretty awkward if she'd said no mate wouldn't it let's be honest it would have been a little bit awkward yeah um I, but we both love partnering so much we we, we tour a lot together we're, we're terrible for partner tourism and um, just like just like your ben and emma yep um yeah who we've met and who are absolutely lovely um, <laughs> they're all right aren't they them too? They're, yeah they're brilliant we uh Ben, Ben was joking with me that I stole his idea for, for proposing proposing at Parkrun. But don't tell him that. No, well she knows she was there when he told me. But but no, he, I um I proposed in quite a special way at Parkrun um because Witness Running Club we 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 do the pacer events at Witness Parkrun. Mm-hmm. So on this particular morning we were doing a pacer event. So I cajoled uh, my club mates to wear pacer bibs with additional pacer bibs underneath the numbers which spelt out will you marry me on each of the bibs so the run director gave a bit of a spiel Andy um, he was fantastic she had no idea and then he told her to turn around they all lifted the tops up and uh, will you marry me popped up on the bibs oh you can't it, a running theme proposal that is pretty much the creme de la creme. I was quite happy with how it turned mm. out. There's a few things that, which could have gone wrong. As it was a pacing event as well, the actual day, the weather was absolutely shocking. And I only knew at eight o'clock that morning that it was going to be that morning. That's how that's how much of a fine line I was treading with this proposal. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, it all worked out. <laughs> 
Brilliant. And of course you said yes. And the wedding is the date set yet? It is set. It's on the 5th of August in 2023 and it's on a Saturday. So guess what? Guess what we might be squeezing in on the uh, the actual morning. I've, I've got an idea. So have you found a park for an adjacent venue? I think we might. I think we might have to stay at home. It might have to be witnessed because we're getting married quite locally. So, uh, but yeah, it might be a uh, might be a kind of a bride and groom fancy dress park room. Oh, absolutely brilliant! Uh, the best kind. Um, so you've achieved so much, man, and 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 fair play to you. Before we before we wrap up and and before we talk about kind of your your message and 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 the the message you want to leave people with, what's coming next for you, man? You've you, you've got so far in terms of accomplishments what what's still left to tick off uh, there's plenty to tick off um i still tr- i'm still trying to get pbs at all distances um i've uh, this year i've so the theme for this year is all about the marathons i did manchester um and next and then i did boston uh boston in lincolnshire i did yes. that marathon as well so that that was an achievement doing two in such a short space of time um and now I've got another two in the autumn, but these are uh, these are how I split the marathons in my head in this year. Manchester and Boston were the uh, the workhorse marathons, mm-hmm. and the two I've got coming up in the autumn are the Hollywood marathons. I'm going okay. to, I'm doing London, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm doing Amsterdam two weeks later, which okay. will be my first. Uh, that'll be my first uh, race abroad. So exciting things to look forward to. I'm really looking forward to London. Mm-hmm. um obviously it's uh it's talked about a lot it's it's arguably the best marathon in the world so it's uh i went down last year stacy did it last year um so i was down supporting her and this year uh this year it's my turn so yeah. and two weeks uh, um a few weeks before that i'm actually doing the great north run as well so <laughs> it's going to be a crazy autumn yeah hollywood hollywood races is probably a good way to put it i reckon yeah um, races, yeah and and, and I, I know full well that also you you are within the running club and, and certainly by doing this podcast and may I say I think you've done it admirably admirably you're on a mission to, to spread awareness to talk about your story to encourage other people to face into theirs and, and maybe make a difference um more of that in plan I presume absolutely um I mean as you say and um, the the fact that I'm here talking to you means I want I want people who are maybe in my position to have the same chance to to get the chance to to grow, to get that self-development, to get that self-discovery, to to get a second chance. Because um, run, running in the running community, it's it's wonderful, and running is is such a such a good facilitator for for making the most out of life and and for pulling you out of any kind of dark hole that you might be in. Um, it, it's it's ironic that I mean this week I'm talking to you, Robert. It's Mental Health Awareness Week as we mm-hmm. speak, um, and when I was going through all my struggles in my twenties, it really wasn't on the radar. Um, I didn't really realise the the struggles that I was going through. But there's a lot more emphasis on knowing yourself, knowing how you're feeling, uh, reaching out to people, talking to people, and it, it's so important. You you really should. It's something everybody needs to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, a problem shared is a problem halved as they say um and the running community is such a such a great bunch of people um i've met all kinds of lovely people across park run the running club people i've met randomly at races that i can now call friends um there's so many brilliant people um across the board um that it's a really good community to be to be a part of um and to yeah to 
to share life's experiences because life's life's not easy life's hard life's a struggle at times so we all have to be there for each other um but yeah i i just want to share my experiences so it gives other people an insight that you can turn things around um there's a, there's a saying in the sober community which is recover loudly so people don't die quietly and it's so so true um we really need to talk um and talk to each other as much as possible absolutely perfect uh, i don't think i can i can do much better than that mate so uh, i think now is the time to, to to sign off uh 30 minutes just flown by in conversation thank you so much for sharing your story um thank That's you so much me, for your honesty and how candid you've been with it if people want to give you a follow um learn more about your journey the story you're spreading and the good work you're doing uh, instagram you're carlos Ma- mavros 19. carlos mavros 19 yeah absolutely please reach out to anybody if they want to chat about um anything i've been through anything they might be going through if you want to chat about running hey i'm definitely there for that as well yeah absolute superhero uh before i let you go anyone you wanting to shout out say hello to uh uh i'll have to give a shout out to my uh, my better half stacy um mm-hmm. i said she might be mentioned a little bit so yeah um yeah this one's for you darling um but yeah um and shout out to your good self thanks for having me on rob no no you're an absolute legend mate it's been really really good catching up uh you guys are taking part in the park run league i pres- mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe i've read so yes we are to, uh, looking forward to, to doing that one together and and it's not going to be long before we uh, we cross paths at, at good old witness park run is it no it won't be at all we're really excited for the park run league um we can't wait to get stuck in lovely uh the coffees are on me mate next time uh thank you so much carl uh, i'll speak to you soon mate all right top man take care and that my fine four foot friend was carl barnes, carl barnes yeah awesome chat again awesome awesome blog what he's been through, what he's achieved and accomplished since uh, recovering from uh, alcohol, al- alcoholism. Yeah, al- alcoholism. Why yeah, are you frowning? Why I can't, why I can't say that word, alcoholism. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, running some awesome, awesome times and awesome races. Oh, he's quick, man. Yeah. I mean, that probably didn't come across in the chat so much. He's a humble guy, yes. and he was very much talking about the journey, which was wonderful, and and and. I think that will relate to a lot of people, whether they're overcoming addiction or struggles or whatever it might be of their own, you know, that running can help anybody. But let's let's just put a bit of respect on Carl Barnes' name. That guy is knocking down club records at Witness, left, right and centre. He is speedy. Like, he laps me apart running regularly, which <laughs> is depressing, but, but impressive at the same... Depressive is what it is. Depressive. Oh, wow. And also... Mm-hmm. A, a running theme proposal as well. You love that. I proposed to my missus. Uh... It was better than yours. <laughs> also, I think he plans on like marrying yeah. uh, his his fiance <laughs> within the decade. Whereas <laughs> you're, you, it's been a long time since your I proposal. Do, I do plan on it, but it's just you know, not yet. <laughs> just not yet. Give it another ten years. See what happens. Yeah, she's got to prove her worth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donna. <laughs> you dickhead. Um, well, uh, it's lovely that we're together, although we're, we're kind of, we're getting a bit close because we're on one microphone. Oh, yeah. I feel like you want to get off of me and I'm into it. Um, but we've got a very important segment coming up. You missed it last week. I did. I did. I'm here though this week. You are? Will I contribute? Probably not. Probably not. Um, did you contribute to Parkrun League this week? Uh, Probably not. Hello? Donna's, Donna's calling me, haven't we? Yeah, she tell, she's, she's, after, she's after that <laughs> wedding date being set, mate. Um, is it, 
Yeah, you've done nothing, have you? Nope. Right. Okay. So let's 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 get on with it and embarrass you uh, as much as as much as possible, ideally. Uh, so Ben and Emma are back. We are. Let's get on to them first. Ben and Emma, our park run administrators, organisers, aficionados, are you back with us, guys? Yeah, we're here. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this. Good morning. Over all bases, didn't he? It was very good. Um, how are we feeling? Excited about this one? Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot going on this week. Yeah. A lot of extra activity with the challenge, which was good to see. Um, yes. Some yes. some good photos. Some um, some not so good photos. Um, um, yes. Yeah, but let, we'll let's leave that there, shall we? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's hotting up now. Now that the introduction of the position, same position challenge is in full effect. That brought a bit of interest into this week's uh, stats. Um, obviously, the the challenge itself that was great to see. So, yeah, and it and it tied in as well with um, Park Run Cup semi final as well. So yes, it did. It did. Good efforts going out as well. So there were some extra points scored for the team for two different reasons. So yeah, yep, love it. Yep, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I think what everybody is going to want to know is how they've got on how the team have got on because I think there will be a little bit of movement a little bit of change with those extra points on offer like Ben said mm-hmm. uh, with people like Matt going out and scoring big points for the team yes. right Matt smashed it absolutely smashed it smashed it we think you smashed it yourself in the shower <laughs> um right so um let's get let, let, to find out what's going on you're right yeah um to find out what happened we need the man of the hour the man with the power too sweet to be sour Statman John himself. SMJ, are you there? Oh, that's bloody hell. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. You you sound a little bit world-weary. Are you okay? Oh, I've had a lucky escape, lads. Oh, I've had a lucky escape. <laughs> Have you? What, what's happened, Statman John? Just, uh, I don't know if you heard of her. Oh, Carol Vorderman took me on a date today. Did she? Oh, Carol Vorderman was my uh, was my crush when I was uh, younger. Um, I can see why. I can see why. Yeah. She uh, took me to a calculator convention. Don't know if you've been to one before. <laughs> I haven't. What are they like, SMJ? They're wild. Driving <laughs> the walls, people were. Um, she couldn't control herself around me. She talking about plusing, minusing, multiplying. Uh, just quick, just she showed me a tattoo on her arm of her ex. Um, when I saw who it was, I thought, I'm getting out of here, lads. Why? Who was it? I couldn't mess with him. Uh, have you heard um, Marco Del Watsio? <laughs> <laughs> Sprawled, yeah. spread eagle on her arm. I, saw it all. <laughs> I can't wait for this graphic. Um, right, okay. So I don't know where to go with that. I can't get the image of Mark Watts spread did, eagle. Did, did Carol show you how to spell boobies on a calculator? Oh, she didn't. No, and is that Matthew? Are you here? <laughs> Lad, I've been thinking of you all week whilst I've been tugging my old uh, earlobe. <laughs> hey, Statman John, you, you yeah. should be thinking of it. I don't know why you've been thinking of Matt, because um, I reckon he'll have made you a new song this week, like he always does. That's why you're excited to have him back, isn't it? 100%. Hey, better not come back with that old rubbish from last week, lad. Mm. Come on, what you got, Yeah, mate? no park, life, run. Um, what have you got for him? <laughs> um, 
Um, no. No. <laughs> a, a pop, pop room one again. Don't do it again. Do not <laughs> do it again. We do not need the live and in technical performance. Thank you very much. Have you not got an intro song for Statman John? No. no. Terrible. Out. Terrible. Of Park Run. Of Park Run. <laughs> I'm so lost without Park Run. <laughs> no. You're not going to try? No, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I'm not even why I'm looking at my phone because... You're panicking, aren't you? I've got nothing, yeah. You're panicking. I'm panicking. I'm just going to do this again. Points are awarded to the guys and girls of Rock Up and Do. No, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. Satman John, I'm sorry. I will task him to do better next week. No. Um, but, uh, But more importantly, SMJ, you are back because you are... Uh, Going to help Ben and Emma with some stats for week three of the Park Run League, aren't you? Week two of the Park Run League, sorry, going into week three. Uh, well, I'll uh, I'll I'll have the majority of the stats, and um, I'm not sure how st- statistical Statman John's stats are. Well, he's he's got offended and gone off the call, so um, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep styling it out, Ben. And if SMJ comes back in the next minute, then we'll be okay. If not, we might have to cut and find out why he's this. You've offended him. <laughs> Was I singing that bad? Possibly. Your 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 absolutely terrible rendition of Park Life has um, has made Statman John leave the call. But we're gonna keep going with it, and we're gonna see if he comes back in in the next minute or two. If not, we might have to cut. What do you reckon? Uh, ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about some individual stats at uh, at Park Run this week for the Park Run League? I I don't without Statman John. I need I need his clarification on all of my stats. Well, Is let's. It- well, I tell you what, let's pause it and go and find out where the bloody hell he's got to, shall we? He's, he's crying in a corner somewhere, Matthew, and this is your doing. I've just had news that he is, he is on his way back, actually. Uh, a message has come through from the uh, from Jack's just flew through window. Jack, Jack the Crow, I'm, uh, I'm exclusive. Tapping on the window. Stop and John's on their way. Pecking, just pecking on the window. And when Matt turned around, he just the crow just shook his head. Just no. No, you terrible individual. It means you've got a bit of time to think for a song, though. Oh, yeah, come on, the people. Stop doing nah. that. <laughs> no. Are you going to part run? For the, the part run. <laughs> One love. This is absolutely <laughs> dreadful. This, anyway. it's, just, it's just not good for Matt. It's not good for you, and this is why... This is why I don't contribute to this. Okay, well, while we wait for Statman John to come back, why don't you tell us when you actually plan on doing a part run? Um, is it part run this Saturday, isn't there? Yep. Um, not this Saturday, then. Right, because you're working. <laughs> is there a part run this Saturday? Yeah, yeah he just... He just yes, Emma. Yes, yes, Emma, he did just ask if there was a part run this Saturday. Obviously, I was being... Facetious. 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 Come on. Don't say alcohol. Don't say facetious. You stupid Uh. dickhead. (laughs) When are you ever going to do part run? Yes. When? In a fortnight. I'm thinking about volunteering at junior part run though. Uh, On on Sunday. Sunday. You're going to rock up without a kid because that might look a bit weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I did this week. <laughs> yeah, it's less creepy when it's you, when it's Matt, mm, alarm bells. I might have to switch down to run with Isaac. So, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I'd definitely take Isaac. Because <laughs> otherwise... Yeah. You've got no excuse, Matty. 
Yeah, which one are you going to go to? Um, Olympic Legacy, maybe. Yeah, why don't you go and see what Laura's doing at Worksop? Yeah, Worksop, yeah, could do. Mm. Could do that, yes. Why not? We are definitely stalling for time here, aren't we? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna go and see what the pigeons, what pigeon, what the crow's saying. Jack, what's going on? Is he coming back? Matt, stop tapping on the window. I'm trying to talk to the crow. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is live recording, guys. This is live recording. <laughs> Um, this is all staying in, by the way. Um, oh, here he is. He's back. SMJ, what happened? Oh, sorry about that, lad. I had to leave. Oh, full of rage. Because of Matt. Oh, I can't. How long has he had? You hear that? I just threw the table. How long has he had to come up with a song? I've been waiting for this while I've been tugging away on my ear. Furious. I've had to calm. I can't talk about it. I had to calm down. <laughs> Look what you've done, Matthew. Luckily, Jack, Jack uh, came and told us that you were coming back. So uh... I didn't send Jack. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just Matt tapping up window. SMJ, he was trying to be clever. Listen, Emma, I'm sorry you've seen this side of me. Let me do better. <laughs> How are you, my lady? Hey, stop trying to. Yeah, all the better for hearing from you. Don't don't try and schmooze back in. You left her behind for depth for, for for another model, didn't you? Oh, yeah, of course I did. Old, uh, old Dawn. No, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> Deborah, Deborah Wilson. That's it. Did it, did, did it did, I'm assuming it didn't go very well then. No, nah, she, uh, she's got another man, so I've left her to it. Old Westy. Old West, old Westy. Um, mm. So I assume you're, you're back on the market now. It's not work with Carol Vorderman. No, I'm there, ladies, gentlemen, here I am. <laughs> Anyone, any any holes of goal, right? SMJ? There's enough for me to go around. That's it. <laughs> right, we are we are hemorrhaging time in this segment, so <laughs> let's get back on track. Ben, Statman John, it is your time to shine. Can we have Statman John and Statman Ben's individual stat corner for the what the fight like league week two, please? Indeed, indeed, right. So, do you want to go first, Statman, or or, or shall I? I'll always let you go first. I'll like to see what's behind. Sorry. <laughs> 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 okay, so so the first one I'm going to shout out this week, and this deserves a round of applause, is to the 40, that's 4-0, people who volunteered over the course of the weekend this weekend. That, that, that for me is the most impressive stat that we're going to get every single week, however many people volunteer, because... Parkrun loves a volunteer. Parkrun needs a volunteer. So the more people we can get out there volunteering, the more impressed I'll be. So to have 40 of you go to adult Parkrun or junior Parkrun and volunteer, it's it's brilliant to see. So I was dead pleased when I was adding those ones up. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, well, we, what, what did we have last week, Ben? Was it about 20 last week? So we're already at like 60-odd hours, aren't 60-odd volunteer slots. 17 last week and then 40 this week. So we've more than doubled it in a week. Well, what, well, what, what are we saying then, Ben? 10 weeks, how many volunteer weeks. slots? How many volunteer slots do we want? Oh, well, we've got an average of just over 25 at the minute. So if we can hit 250 over the 10 weeks, that That's- is... 
That's the target. Okay. There we go. There we go. 250 volunteer slots from you lot through the course of this challenge. I think that'd be pretty amazing. Now, Sackman John, tell me something else amazing about the volunteering at Parkrun this week. Just as amazing and a bit emotional, 40 of you grew your fourth ever mole hair last week. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. One, two, three. Oh, no, I'm on three still. There, Ben, don't worry. Um, uh, okay. good, okay, fine. So, people, yeah, good, Ben. Next one, right? Next one, and this was equally as impressive from um, your man in the uh, clay kiln last week, whatever you were in, Mr. Darren McSweeney. He was the only person this week to go out and finish in exactly the same position as he did the previous week. Because. So kudos to Darren McSweeney for that that is mega points that that is our highest scoring points total Darren McSweeney 10th last week 10th this week 10 points well done Darren that's massive for his team isn't it well done Darren uh SMJ uh what else has Darren done this weekend Daz what a week uh he was also the only person to fall in love with a stamp congratulations (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I played to. <laughs> Rob's, Rob's dying. Oh Matt. my god! <laughs> of all the things you're gonna say, can I, can, can I just? I have missed him so much. Like the fact that, like, the him and Jack just used the last series, just did their segment, sent it me, I clipped it, I listened to it, I put it. I've missed being with him so much. <laughs> Right, Ben, next one. Right, carrying on from the positions. um, Massive credit to Darren McSweeney for finishing the same position, but we had three people who were one position off their previous week. Uh, I know know two of them were going for it Mm -hmm. um, and missed out by that one position, but the other one, I don't think she was because she was participating in the... uh, Parkrun Cup semi-final. So the three people this week that were one position off are Sean Baxter, Sean West, and then there was Claire Manane. They were all one place different from the previous week. And there was one person who was two positions off, which was Gail Marshall. So it was really close for them four. No bonus bonus points, but so close. And someone to build on next week. Uh, SMJ did that awesome foursome do anything else this weekend? They definitely did. They uh, broke dance with Celine Dion. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find that on YouTube later. Of course they did. Right. On the subject of four people, there were four people this week who ran a PB as well, which was brilliant to big see. Points, big points. So we have from your team, Rob, Cirque de Sawlegs. We had participating in the Parkrun Cup semi-final. So putting an effort in, which he had to, to try and make it through to the final, was Paul Griffiths. Yes, well done, Paul. Well done, Paul. It was a great PB. He has improved massively over the tournament. Um, so a, a well-earned five points for him there. Um, we had two. From the team northeast, um, we doing, had. They're, they're doing well, aren't they? 
You'll find out. You'll find okay, out. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm just so excited, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> um, so kudos to Neil Marshall and Rachel Taylor, All who both went out and ran sub-20 PBs in the, in that group. And then the, the biggest shout-out, and the one that I'm going to praise the most, as she's from my team, is, is Lane, who took nearly a minute. Was it a minute? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was nearly a minute off a PB. Crazy. So that's massive. So they're your four people this week. They've gone out and run all-time park run PBs. So big round of applause for them because uh, they that. well done, you guys. Brilliant job. And Statman John, our PB kings and queens, what else did they do? Well, they've done something amazing. They've seen something amazing. They all saw an ant double sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course we did. Uh, ben, is that our st- our roundup done? No, one more. One more. On the on the on the subject of doubles, um, there were two teams that completed the challenge by every member of their team and earned full challenge points. Those teams are, and it's no surprise after the first week and the enthusiasm shown by this team. It's Team West Coast. Yep. Full points awarded to them. But and who's the who's the other team, Ben? Um, I'm just going to scroll right down the list here. Uh, right is, it, is, is it is it Matt's team, Ben? Uh, absolutely not Matt's team. No, no. It it would be your team, Rob. Yay! So, Suck it, Taylor. The sore legs has gone out and they have completed the challenge. Everybody getting a picture with the run director. And I must say, some of the pictures were great. We uh, we had great fun looking through them all and just being swamped by DMs, etc. And uh, it was good to see so many run directors taking part and being happy with it. I mean, me, me and Emma personally, we went to uh, Centre Vale, as you heard earlier, and we, we had Dawn. And it was one of the first questions I asked her. And she was a more than willing participant in it. So, brilliant to see. And and SMJ, just to finish it off, anything else that those teams have got to be proud of from this weekend? Most definitely. Added together, all of you from your left eye managed to sweat three litres. Fantastic. (laughs) 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 Just sweat, not crying. It was was a warm day at Ashbourne. I was a bit sweaty, all right? Don't judge me. Um, Amazing. What? I'm not crying, it's just sweat out my left eyeball. Um, wonderful. Ben, Statman John, amazing as ever. Thank you for your roundup and congratulations to all our individual uh, shout-out peeps. Uh, Emma, let's bring you in. Tell us about the table for week two, please. Right, I'm going to start with the team stats. And I'm going to start from the bottom. Um, is there going to be any surprises with who is at the bottom of the table? Who, think? Who's, uh, Matt, why don't you have a guess? Um, <laughs> team of, oh, is he Tom? No. <laughs> Go on, Emma, put him out of his misery. Bottom of the table. I'm getting tired. It's um, mine. 41 points. 41 points, though. That's better than wow. the like one you were on last week. Contributed. None. Yeah. yeah, they're carrying you. <laughs> Sorry, Emma, carry on. So, next up. Joint on points with 43 points. We have What's Here Occurring and Southern Gravy. Okay. 
Next you're not, you're not too far off bottom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've done all right. But if you, the gap from the top and the bottom is pretty big. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's quite demoralising, Matthew. Yeah. So next up, we've got Stoic Slammers with 44 points. Okay. Then we have Team Weirdness with 54 points. There's a gap there from the bottom four up, isn't there? Yep. Southeast have got 55 points. Uh, the best team, sadly not on top yet, but they will be, is Sexy Sign Seekers with 56 points. Then we have Team Awkward with 59 points. Cirque de Better Than You have got 62 points, but they aren't better than Cirque de Saw Legs, who've got 67 points. And then absolutely storming away with it at the top of the table with 89 points is Team West Coast. Just, just great summary, Emma. Thank you. Um, and amazing, well done for that lot that are top. But I'm, is my team second? Yes. Get in! Come on, Babby. Not even <laughs> close, Matt. Are you? you? Sniff my heel. I wish I could see on the video now you giving Matt some abuse. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm wet willying him right now. <laughs> Um, amazing, amazing. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> that went well. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, not using my hands, mate. Um, so, uh, do we have uh, just an individual update? Who's top of the individual leaderboard? Have we clocked that one up yet? So, I'm kind of going to go for like top five. Okay. Um, so, in joint fifth place, we've got Rachel Taylor and Neil Marshall with 12 points. Well done. So, they both got PBs this week and they're both on the same team. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, joint in fifth, in fourth with 13 points, Paul Griffiths and Deborah Wilson. In third place, one of our team, uh, Lane, is got 14 points. So, yeah, she got a PB this week as well. Oh. Second place, Becky Chanel. Yeah. Um, she got a PB in the first week and she's been volunteering each week as well. And then it'll come as no surprise who's top of the table after getting that position bingo. Uh, Darren McSweeney has got 21 points. Oh, the man to catch. Top scorer. Mo- the most Salah of the What the Fartlet partner in league. Although he didn't actually win the Golden Boot, did he? Uh, so plenty of time to catch him, is what we're saying. Uh, right, so uh, amazing, guys. Amazing update. The one thing that we've not done, though, is I reckon that there is going to be a challenge for some bonus points. Uh, a chance for you maybe to make yeah, up some points, Matt. Yeah, for getting involved in this one, maybe. Are you actually going to do it? If, if it involves junior partner, then maybe. It doesn't. Mm. So, no. Uh, ben, why don't you tell us what the challenge is for bonus points this week? Okay. So, right. This is, this is. I'll try and explain it as clearly as I can. Um, we're going to call it Pick Your Colour Week. So, what we've decided is 11 colours. What each team has to do, and you keep it to yourself, is you pick any of those colours that you want. And everybody who attends the Saturday park run, whether it be whether it's as a runner or a volunteer, has to wear their team colour that is chosen. Now, for everybody that wears that colour that attends in their team, they will get three points each. If the, uh, if their team is the only team to pick that colour, 
everybody will actually get five points. So I get it. I get it. So if if all 11 teams choose 11 different colours and everybody that goes to park run and volunteers and runs or runs on Saturday wears their team colour, everybody's getting five points. If two teams choose the same colour and they all go to park run, volunteer and run and they're wearing the same colour, then everybody is only getting three points. Um, to clarify, just to eliminate any potential cheating of using previous pictures, in your picture, you have to hold up three fingers. So like showing the number three. Because it's um, week three. Because it's week three and you get three points for wearing your colour. Potentially you get five, but you get three. So a an example image will be posted in the team messenger group so that the person, whoever your messenger is in your team that that posts any queries or anything in that group, they will be they will be able to see an example of what you need to do. Um, and yeah, on Saturday, it's Saturday only. We're not including Sunday because you could people, sandbag. You could sandbag, couldn't you? You can. People will people will post their colours on Saturday and somebody could go on Sunday. And if one team decides they're only going to volunteer on Sunday, on junior park run on Sunday mm-hmm. and nobody goes to Saturday, they can just choose a colour that no other team has worn. Makes so sense. it's Saturday only this week. Pick a colour. Everybody that attends a Saturday park run in any capacity, running or volunteering, has to wear that colour. And I want a picture of you in that colour holding three fingers up. Um, Perfect. And um, what are the um, what are the colours, Ben? Right. So the colours are pens and papers at the ready, guys. Uh, again, this will be posted in the messenger group. But for now, the colours are red, yellow, orange, purple, blue, green, pink, black, white, grey, and turquoise. Oh, I know what T-shirt I've got that's turquoise. Matt, do you? I don't know, I'm talking to you. You're not bloody doing it, are you? Um, Let me just clarify. The only turquoise we will accept is that colour that you're on about. Yes, the shade the shade of the famous OG Fartlek family T-shirt. Exactly. I don't know. That's the That's point. What you've got to think about, the, it? Yeah, it, it is I'm what you've got to. Create some tension, man. So, so your t-shirt color, whatever color your team chooses, that has to be the color of your shirt. You can't wear if your team chooses red, you can't wear a white shirt which has got red writing on it. Mm-hmm. Main, main, main color, primary color of the shirt. Exactly. Perfect. And I want the team messengers on Saturday night, once they've collated all the pictures from their team who've attended that park run, I want them to post them in the messenger group so that I can clarify and verify that they're legit and that they're they're worthy of the points. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Uh, It's a thinker. It's a little bit quizzical. It's a little bit sneaky, tactical. Maybe people will be sliding into each other's DMs, trying to be sneaky and find out what's going on. I love it. It's like Cluedo. Um, brilliant. Okay, so we've got that to look forward to. Ben and Emma, sterling job, as always, with this one. Uh, it's it's a mammoth task putting these stats together and putting the league tables together. So a huge thank you on behalf of everybody for the work that you do. And we're looking forward to speaking again next week um, to find out how we're getting on. And maybe we've kept second bloody place. 
Champions League, baby. Um, Statman John, before we go, do you want to sign us off with some words of wisdom? Yes, this week, lads and ladies, just lick every bit of air before you breathe it in. Oh, that just looks great. I, I can never unsee you doing that. Like, I am so grateful <laughs> that this is an audio-only podcast. I feel so sorry for Donna. Oh, my, you're like a drowning fish. <laughs> Right, okay. Uh, ben Emma, thank you. Statman John, thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Matt, you need to hit me with a roll call. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right then, Matt, seeing as how you did it so bloody, such a bloody terrible job mm. of uh, doing a song in the last segment, you, can you remember this one? Uh, yeah, of course I can. Uh, all right, partner. You know what time it is. Are you reading the lyrics off your screen? <laughs> yeah. Come on, do it. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? what? Uh, it's that time again for our weekly roll call, shouting out you, our amazing Fartlek family, mm-hmm. and your incredible achievements. Do you mind if I start this week, yeah, Matty boy? off you go, buddy. Uh, Gary Ludwin, uh, put, I knew when to adjust my run and cut sections off to get back to the finish in one piece. Uh, pretty sound advice. I think I know what it's in relation to, Gary. Uh, yeah, it's sometimes we have to adjust mid-run. We have to think about the greater good. We have to uh, not have too much pride in our original goals. Uh, and we've got to think about the long-term picture. It is advice that we can all live by, Gary. Good shout. Yeah, 100%. Maybe I should have cut my section short last week when I fell in that, all that mud as well by the river. Maybe that, I should have done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't run through rivers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bamasaurus runs, Anna. Uh, I ran a self-sufficient half marathon. Too many overgrown paths, but it made it fun. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. I love I, running through the trails when it gets like that. I, I was going to say, that is a trail half marathon mm. then, Hannah. You need to absolutely take credit for that. Huge well done to you. Um, Neil Pacey, uh, ever the gracious uh, winner. Uh, Paul Griffiths for being an awesome Park Run Cup opponent and well done on his Park Run PB. Neil, of course, uh, mm. beat Paul in the semi-final of the Park it Run did, Cup this week. Did. Also shouting out Paul is Sheffield Strider, very own Ben, shouting out Paul and Nadine for their efforts and improvements throughout the Park Run Cup. Awesome stuff for you guys. Yep. Uh, speaking of Ben, uh, another member of our core team, uh, the lovely Emma has shouted out her other half uh, for his ultra. He did another ultra this week. He's flying at the moment. He's in the uh, he's in training for Race of the King. Him and Jack are going to be running it in just mm. a few weeks' time. Uh, he's been getting out on the Sunday mornings. Uh, she's put Ben running a very, very, very long way. I think it's about 40 miles he did yeah. on a woman on Sunday morning. Uh, and somehow being absolutely fine afterwards. He is a bit of a machine, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He puts us all to shame. Um, we've got Alex. Al runs. Al O one runs, is it? Al runs O one. Al runs O one. Yeah. I'm reading off the thing, so I don't know why I can't, I can't read it. It says yeah. it on the thing. Yeah, no, you I've, can't I've read. clicked off it. I've gone on to so you I can can't. read it all the, the whole thing because it you, was cut off. Anyway, she's very, a very apt one, this one. Uh, general shout out to everyone who was battling at the moment, uh, but keeping strong. Uh, going back to what we said on the start of the show. Um, yeah, awesome. Keep on going and battling. Yeah, very, very well said, uh, uh, Alex. Very well summarised. Um, uh, Jack. Uh, has given us three little ditties. Um, He's more vocal than he normally is on any of our planning meetings. Have you seen the last one, though? Oh, Mm. no. 
No, it's him, isn't it? Right, okay. Let's do the nice ones first, then we can make fun of him. Uh, so he wanted to say well done to Neil and Claire for reaching the finale of the Part Run Cup. Mm-hmm. Bit of a theme this week. He also wanted to, of course, mention his dad, Papa P, the better Penfold. Uh, Glenfold, the man of many nicknames, uh, kept up his streak of sub-50 10k finishes uh, on Sunday's Bogner 10k. Lots of partner and family at Bogner 10k, um, including Jack. <laughs> so Jack came 13th at mm. Bogner, uh, Bogner Parkrun, Bogner 10k mm-hmm. uh, this week. I've got Parkrun on my brain. Which is an incredible feat, you know, we, we, t- we yeah. take the piss out of Jack sometimes, but he is an absolutely outstanding runner, yeah. isn't he? And uh, and he's been in a bit of a lull and a bit of a slump lately, and, and he's absolutely smashed it. He also uh, claimed first team uh, at, at the race, which uh, he's told us got him a prize, mm. and his exact words are, <laughs> that makes me a semi-professional runner. <laughs> I bet he's changed his bio on Instagram already. <laughs> oh, he will definitely have changed his bio on Instagram because he is a little wanker. Um, but uh, no, amazing achievement, Jack. I know you've been going through a bit of a, a bit of a rough patch at the minute, mate. Uh, I love you lots. You are my absolute inspiration. Whenever I am looking for somebody to inspire me into doing things in running, I look at the incredible achievements that you have you have done uh, at the young age that you are. I love you, little brother. You are amazing and well done. You are back with a bang. Big things coming this year, I reckon, Jack. Awesome, yes, 100%. Uh, and finally, I want to finish on, Matt runs for mind. I did Bogner 10k on Sunday, and it was great to finally meet some fellow fartletters. I love that. Yeah, awesome well stuff. well done, Matt. And he did it in his, he did it in his awesome. turquoise takeover tea as well. Love it, so. love it. Love it, love it, love it. Nice one. Uh, thank you, everybody. That was our roll call for this week. If you want me to the roll call next week, just keep your eyes peeled on the Instagram stories. It goes on in, in no order. It's usually when someone says, Rob, you're recording in an hour and you've not put the roll call on and I panic. <laughs> uh, but keep your eyes on it. If you want to shout out something you've achieved this week or if you want to shout out uh, another member of the running community, someone who's done something amazing, then do so and we will bumble our way through it mm-hmm. like we always do what we map. <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, just before we finish, I want to just quickly shout out Haley Runs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's given us a would you rather that we didn't fit in at the start of the show. We'll be going that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, uh, look, look, look out for that. It's a good one. Yes. Thank you, Haley, uh, And I say that sarcastically because I've seen the Would You Rather. So I've got a week to try and make it as least creepy as possible. Yes. Right, okay, good. Uh, Matt, have we got some thank yous? Yes, so thank you to Graham Lindley. as awesome, super awesome theme music, as always. Thank you to uh, Carl Barnes. Awesome chat and what he's been through. Great story. Uh, thank you to Ben and Emma, Statman John. Thank you to you. Uh, awesome, awesome uh, chat this on the first segment about uh, mental health and all that sort of stuff. Uh, very, very resonated with me, and I'm sure it did with everybody else. Um, Thanks, mate. Newsletter guys, we've got Paul, Claire, Nick, and Jamie doing awesome things as always. Uh, that's about it. The website. Yeah. Well, then tell us where we can find you us. You can find us at whatthefartletpodcast dot uh, com. No. Yeah. No. Whatthefartletpodcast dot com. No. Type whatthefartletpodcast into your phone and see what happens. Whatthefartlet dot com. Whatthefartlet dot com. You moron. I was good. I think I've. Mixed. What the fuck? That's I was the, doing so well. You, you were. You were on a roll. You were sounding oh. really professional, and then you've absolutely Messed your ass has dropped yeah. out. <laughs> what the fuck? Like podcast at gmail.com is where I was going for the web for the uh, email. It is. What yep. the fuck? Like dot com for the website. Yep. What the fuck? Like for everything else. Yep. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, TikTok. I still need to do a TikTok. Yeah. Um, that's about. 
your lots. That's where you'll find us. Mm. Um, please do find us. Mm. Come and have a chat with us. Tell us what you think of the show. Any ideas that you think would make it better? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be much worse in places, to be honest. Um, uh, come and be a part of our Fart Like family. Yes. We've talked about that quite a lot. It's dead easy to do. You can either drop us an email. You can um, uh, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, wherever, wherever. Uh, if you want a bit more info about it, uh, we had mm. a wonderful uh, Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. Who uh, this week? Uh, who yet yeah, today? In fact, we recorded on mm. Tuesday. Messaged and asked about uh, getting involved. So uh, I hope I've sent him a load of info, and I hope you do uh, find some uh, some pals and some like-minded people in our Fartlek family. We think you will, Glenn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Fartlek family weekend is coming in July. It's my birthday weekend, so you can come. Uh, I've not purposely planned it so that it's around my birthday. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right, I'm not that um, egotistic. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it is. I am. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, is. Right, what, what day? Oh, it's my birthday. Then. Yeah, we'll have it then. Yeah, 30th of July. We're having a charity football game and then a birthday party for me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody is welcome. It's in Sheffield. If you want some more info, hit us up. Matt, do you want to know who's on the show next week? I already do know who's on the show next Are week. Are you going to tell me who's on the show next I week? I am, yes. It's a little lad uh, called George Power. Um, his mum got in touch uh, only only last week. Yeah, and we shoehorned her in. We shoehorned shoe very her in. Yeah. with some very understanding guests. We've got yes. some future guests due on uh, in the next couple of weeks. Who, when they heard George's story, were quite happy to be shoveled back a week. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so thank you to to, to those people. I won't drop names. So I don't want to give away future guests, but you know who you are, the three of you. And thank mm. you very much for doing that. But yeah, yeah we've got George and his yeah. mum Simone on. Yes, awesome, awesome chat. Uh, doing. A- I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it will, will be a good chat. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great one. Uh, not not to ruin anything too much like Matt said, but George is fundraising for a cause mm. that is very close to my heart. Um, uh, George is a 10-year-old neurodivergent boy. Mm. Um, he is incredible. He was such a cool dude. Uh, enjoyed talking to him. Uh, his mum got in touch. Uh, really happy to be supporting his fundraising. It's one where just... I know what you lot are like, and I know how amazing you lot are. So I'm not going to ruin it, but just bring two things with you to next week's podcast. Bring some tissues, because it might get a little bit emotional because of how awesome the kid is. They'll be happy tears. And bring your bank card, because you're going to be going on his just giving as soon as the episode finishes. And I know you are, and I know who you are, Neil Marshall in particular. All right, so so yes, we've got George and his mum Simone on next week, and it's going to be a good one. Yes, can't wait for that. Excellent. So, if you want to give you a follow, Matt, where can they find you? They can find me at Matty Owls. Wonderful. And I'm, of course, at Little Runner Boy Rob. There is nothing left to say this week. Matt needs to get on his bike and get home because it's getting late and this is tea time. Other than to say, please do continue, as always. May your runs continue to be wonderful. Do remember to be excellent to each other. Be kind or just remove yourself from the conversation because you're a tit. And uh, we love you lots and we'll see you next week. And oh, keep being amazing. Matt, say something funny so we can finish. Caca, 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 ducky, 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 caca. Oh my god, you are pulling a really weird face doing that. Turn me on a bit. It's sex face. It's my sex face. Sorry, Donna. <laughs> 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 <laughs>